Well, hello again. This is Shane and this is Heartlines. You're very welcome along. And this is episode 16. Now, this week I have a very special friend and a guest. And he's also a writer, an actor and a stand-up comedian. His name is Manny Oliveira. Hello, Manny. How are you doing? How are you, Shane? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. So, Manny, I know you from Ship Life because you would come on and do some guest spots here and there. The last time I seen you was in Ensenada, Mexico. Mexico. We went there. I think it was with George Solano and Matey, the crew oh, director. Yeah, sure. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was a, it was a while ago. Oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had tacos. It was a while ago. It was about probably two years ago, probably at, at, at this stage. Um, yeah, I was, went to the little place in Ensenada. I love that little place. Yeah, to tell you, the, the tacos in Mexico are the best, aren't they? Oh, without a doubt. I think they invented them. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so I was going to say that uh, I know you well a little bit through kind of working on ships, but I want the people listening to get to know you. So um, just tell, tell the listeners about you, like about like your life story in about, like three minutes or less. Okay, I can do it in far less than that. My life okay. story is very empty at this point uh oh, there's okay. uh i started doing uh i started professionally as an actor in yeah. uh, 1977 okay uh and uh this is after i'd gotten out of the military and mm-hmm. then after uh, after producing a couple of shows and uh working with uh, a talented group of people mm-hmm. i decided just to uh, wander off on my own and uh, start my career in stand-up and uh, i've been doing it for 40 43 years now for sure yeah wow oh god yeah i mean there are people who bring their children to the shows now and they're 27 and 30 and uh, and i i just it, it's 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 a good thing comedy is universal for sure so, so so they 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 would have seen you back when they were growing up and they bring their kids along to see you again oh yeah very heartwarming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention that they hear the same jokes <laughs> Well, it takes time to perfect an act, you know, yourself, you know, like, I mean, you're at a, what, 40 plus years, you, you've seen right. it all, you know? There's a, but I work, you know, every show that I do is different because I work improvisationally. So it's a hard act kind of to follow when you're doing improvise because you don't know what the audience is going to, is going to do, you know? And you, and you have, you're reading every single kind of audience member and, and, uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're hoping they don't kind of react to, to, uh, strangely to what you say to them you know and that's what i know is what you're able to read the audience so well you know and i I wish i could regulate that but i have no idea what i'm going to say none whatsoever it's totally unprepared in that regard yeah Um, and sometimes i say things that i just i stop and i go god i can't believe i just said that (laughs) write that down Uh, (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just amazed i'm just amazed at the fact that people really liked it, it, it first of all it gets people to be a part of the show mm. but people really enjoy that for some reason or other yeah i would never ever go see anyone like me no i i no i just don't you know i go hey look you know you do your thing over there i'll be over here and i'll laugh yeah but they yeah. uh for some reason or other you know people will walk up to you and go hey listen you know i'm bringing so-and-so to the show can you do something with them and i go yeah. you know i don't really plan it that way I mean, I was at um, I was at my cousin's wedding and um, two of my cousins' wedding, and they had like a performer. Um, he was a he was a comedian, but like he was part of the act. He was like part of the wedding party, and that, and that's kind of like what you do, except you're not drunk. And I don't think anyway. So basically, you wander through the crowd and then you pick on people. But I wonder whether like this person knew 
like some of the demographic of the audience. You know, he knew that people are from a certain part of Ireland or not. Sure. You don't know. You just you you no. you just get a sense of you know people who come on the ships or even on land, and you kind of you kind of you kind of work to work with that. You don't have like a, but I think a that's list. What, uh, that's what pure improvisation is about. Is not mm. knowing. Yeah. You know, uh, there are a lot of people who can plan. Uh, uh, certain events or they'll you know they'll pick somebody in the audience before the show and say look when i say this you say this and, yeah uh but that's not that's not fun for me that that yeah. doesn't make any of the shows any different exactly yeah. and, you... and that's the one thing i know every show is going to be different because i don't know what kind of uh despot is going to be in the audience yeah definitely yeah that's that's the magic of it now when you started out comedy what was the landscape like? Um, like what, what, what was the lay of the land like for, com- for, for oh, performing God, back then? It was, it was the golden age of comedy. There was a comedy club practically on every corner or a mm-hmm. restaurant that was doing comedy on the weekends or yeah. pubs that were doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was just, uh, there was a plethora of work mm-hmm. and, and the money was flowing. Yeah. But then I think um, here in the States, we have Comedy Central. And uh, and I don't know if you have it in Ireland, but Comedy Central started showing stand-up yeah. uh, all day long. Mm-hmm. So people became a little uh, immune to it. And yeah. I think uh, after a while, they said, you know, why, why should I go out and spend money in a, in a nightclub when I can just watch it at home? Yeah. Um, and the audiences changed. The mm-hmm. audiences became, uh, they wouldn't laugh out loud. You know, because, it, you know, it's, it's like when you're watching television, you may laugh, but you, sometimes you just don't laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And I thought, boy, this is odd. Yeah. But they got so acclimated to seeing it on television that they didn't realize that their reaction is what I'm looking for. Mm. So, so you think the, the advancement of, of digital age has kind of uh, has taken away that kind of um, element of stand-up yeah, comedy? I mean, there are a lot of comedians. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There are a mm. lot of comedians now with, the, with, with this pandemic who are, who are doing comedy on uh online and uh mm-hmm. you know through zoom or, or other yep. venues but to me it's just you know if if i if you don't get that response there's there's no energy there's no yeah. mutual energy going yeah, on definitely and, and, and so it, it kind of uh it kind of de- it's a little deflating to me so i try to stay away from it yeah, yeah. i um and i, I wrote a rap song okay well i hope to emerge from this as a rap artist Hippity hoppity, so, Snoopy you, dog, and <laughs> twelve pack for sure, and uh, all these other band people that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, what you call uh, Jay Z lives here, and Beyonce, and do they really? Uh, Ludacris is here. Oh yeah, Ludacris and Usher is here. Usher's from there, yeah. Usher, yeah, Usher is here. Um, there are a lot of. This is the hip hop capital of the world. No, culturally, I think Atlanta is a predominantly uh, African American city. Okay. And uh, and I think that there was a there was a, a, a more vast and diverse black audience for hip hop. Mm. Mm. And uh, and I think that's why that's that's basically why it, it just uh, it became a place where you could come and 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 gather. Yeah. You know, hip hop artists would gather and rappers would gather. And, oh yeah. Um, and so it just it just became a part of the culture. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I've I've heard about like um, in that Usher's song, yeah, three times he says A Town. I didn't know A Town was until someone told me it meant Atlanta because that's A Town. I, you know, I didn't know until you just told. Me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Every day is a school I, uh, day. 
and I've lived here for years, but nobody nobody ever said anything about A Town. I should just uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that now. Yeah, you should. I'm in A Town. <laughs> Where do you live? A Town. Yes, I'm sure it is. Well, <laughs> you're not from A Town. Where are you from originally, Manny? I'm originally from Rhode Island, Rhode uh, Island. the smallest state in the United States. There you go. I love Rhode Island. It's, it's, it's where my heart is. It's yeah. where my family is. It's where my lifelong friends are. And I'm yeah. sort of the prodigal son. For sure. Yeah, you've, you've moved, you moved down south. But Rhode Island, I know Rhode Island from, well, um, the movie Me, Myself, and Irene that was in Rhode Island, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a, I hope there's a little more substance than that. <laughs> and also Family Guy as well. Family, Family guys based in Rhode Island. Those guys yeah. all went to the Rhode Island School of Design, yeah. which is a, a, a prestigious uh, art school in Rhode Island. And everything is, I, that's why I love Family Guy so much. It's like, it's like going home yeah. without, the, uh, uh, without the anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the East Coast is kind of a bit, kind of a bit crude, a bit, a bit like Boston people, uh, Massachusetts and all that. Are you, are you far from oh. Boston? Are you far oh, from no, Boston? Oh, no, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all those kind of states minutes. are fairly, fairly close they're to each other. Kind of, they're six states and they're all kind of lumped together. Mm. And they happen to be the only states where uh, they've, they've had a great control over this virus. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a bit, America's a big place. It's hard. My friend lives in Alaska and he said, like, you know, it, around, around the, um, July 4th, he was out, like, celebrating and, like, you know, in a bar and there's no social distance, you know. We're over here. We have social distance. Like, we're in, in, in the, my job, oh. in the bars. We, we're keeping that two-meter, one-meter distance. And we've, we've stuck it, with it, that for three months. And it's not easy because everyone has to kind of stay in line, you know. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is that that's the smart way to do it. That's mm -hmm. why your numbers are going down. And for sure. we're creating new clusters. It's, yeah. It, it, and I think that's a... That's a tribute to your leadership. I mean, mm. if if you get everyone on the same page, yeah, then, then things will go smoothly. But if you don't, uh, yeah. things will go as they're going here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it, it, it's debilitating. You know, a lot of the things that that people don't understand is that as a comedian, and and and, and I, I think I can speak for my fellow comedians. Mm -hmm. This is uh, comedy is not just what we do; it's who we are. For sure. Yeah, you need and, a stage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and the inability to do it mm. is 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 just stressful as hell. You know, you just try to make it through the day, mm. and uh, and then when you can't, you know, it's like I love being home when I can be home because mm. I travel most of the time. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to, I don't want to know that I can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, if you could take that, like, I mean, as a comedian, any comedian will tell you they travel a lot of the year. They're always, you know, going from A to B or whatever. But as a comedian, you travel a lot. So right. I'd say you, you don't miss the travel, I, I, I'd say, for the time being. But you do miss the fact that your, your creative uh, juices are not flowing, yeah. you know? No, I've had, believe me, I, would, I am not going to complain about anything mm -hmm. ever again. Yeah, that's I it. Just, I, I want to get out of this house. I can't believe I bought it. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I want to go outside and be around people, yeah. and just in general. Uh, and uh you know hopefully the cruise ships will come back and i'll be able to work again yeah well the cruise ships were always um protecting against viruses you know if, if there was ever right. someone quarantine was always a thing you know but when it comes on land it's a different story you know yeah exactly exactly but i think that you know i i think in time cruise mm -hmm. ships will probably be the safest place to be 
Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, 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 they do their due diligence, no doubt. I mean, it's you, yeah. it, it, they're, they're, in the, they're in the game of entertainment and fun, and you can't have fun if people are, are not feeling well or not or restricted. Like, it's very hard exactly. to have guests on board when they're restricted. They want to be free, they want to have fun, you know. Oh, believe me, by the time they, they make it to their cabin, we're going to know so much about them, their <laughs> enzymes, whether or not they're pregnant. And what a surprise it's going to be to so many people. Yes, you don't have the virus, but boy, are you pregnant. And <laughs> <laughs> um, right. when you were starting out comedy, was there a comedy school you could go to to learn skills, or was it just get well, out on the road? You know, it, it, it's strange you should say that. I teach comedy sometimes, you okay. know, when I have the time uh, from yeah. time to time. There are, there are places you can go. Um, it's it's usually an individual who's just teaching comedy, someone mm-hmm. who's actually active in the business and working mm-hmm. in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done it many many times, um, and uh, and I, I went to uh, I went to Second City. I studied at Second City, which is the premier uh, improvisational group in the country in the world. Probably mm. they have uh, they're here in the states and they're also in Canada. And they've produced people like John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Gilda Radner and everyone that you see mm. on Saturday Night Live. Uh, most of them are, are uh, Second City alumni. Mm. That's their Harvard that's, or Yale, essentially. Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. And it's, it's the mecca of improvisational comedy. And I, I, was, I was lucky enough to have studied there and, uh, and worked with some brilliant, brilliant people. And that's what got me when I when I got on ships because normally I was just doing a regular stand-up act. Mm-hmm. But when I when I got on ships, I thought you know I, I needed something that would set me apart from everyone else. And I thought, well, you know, I know improv is my is my thing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how that evolved into me going out into the audience and uh, and making people uncomfortable. Very few things make me laugh, but mm-hmm. when I see someone laughing. It cracks me up. I just yeah. I can't help but laugh at the disbelief that they're laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even write that. You 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 wrote that yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Thank you so much. And you'll be uh, you'll be working uh, the cat skills in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll get you into another place there. And that's and that's how material builds up. Sometimes yeah. I'll take some some of the things I I, I do in the audience and mm. uh, turn it into uh, into a bit. Mm. So, do you know, with Second City, like, as you said, it's an improvisational, I can't even get the word out, improvisational skill. Improvise improvise that one. Just, it's, uh, yeah, off the cuff. We'll call it off the cuff. Now, did you have to, is it like a college where you you get, like, a scholarship, or or do do you you enroll? You enroll. You just enroll. You you enroll in 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 their classes. Mm. and I studied, you know, I get to meet people like Del Close, who's, mm-hmm. uh, who's deceased now, but he was sort of like the Charles Manson of comedy. He would just, he came up with some crazy stuff. You didn't know if he was coked up or drunk up or wow. what, but brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Paul Sills, yeah. Paul Sills was a, a, a big uh, master of improvisation. And he, uh, his mother, as a matter of fact, and I can't remember her name, but she wrote the, the, the book, Imp- uh, uh, on on improvisation, improvisational comedy, oh, wow. and, and and exercises yeah. and things like that. So improv is uh, it keeps me going. You know, it keeps me engaged. 
Yeah. You know, anybody can go up, you know, and most of us and most comedians will go mm. up and they'll do their act mm. and their act is very funny and very mm. insightful. Polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I need a little more stimulation. And mm. so going into the audience and not knowing what's going to happen does that for me. Mm. I guess it's just years of, you know, seeing different audiences. And here's a question. Uh, what, if any, are the differences for you between land gigs versus ship gigs? Audiences there no was. Difference. There's no difference at it's, all? And yeah, no, I don't think so. No? People are people. Okay, people, so. It's, it's like, you know, you can look at an audience uh-huh. and decide where you're going to go. Okay. Uh, but you, I think that people laugh at the same things. They have the same life experiences, mm-hmm. except one person is doing it in Idaho and another person is doing it in Florida. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, you know, because we're so connected now mm-hmm. uh, through television and social media that everybody is hearing the same thing and deciding what they like and what they don't like. Mm. And uh, believe me, I'm not for everyone. And I tell people, you know, it's, it's sometimes I'll hear a groan from the audience at something I said, and my answer is always the same. I go, folks, you better leave now because mm. it's going to get worse. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't hold anything back. And, and that can be, it can be a, a, a blessing or a curse. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the curse is when you see half the audience get up and walk out, mm. which thankfully I've not had happen. Mm. But there are people who will walk out at certain things and go, you know, this is not for me. Yeah. And I invite them not to come back again. Yeah. And I'll ask them, you know, I'll go yeah. too far. Did I go too far with that? Was that, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, but I, I have no control over it. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like it's mindful Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> you're, you're in the zone. Oh, yeah. And mm. you are. You know, mm. you, you, you feel, I mean, the, the adrenaline is going, mm. the audience is laughing, mm. and it becomes sort of communal. You know, yeah. everyone, everyone is involved. And there, you know, but I'll tell you the truth. Sometimes, uh, or, or a lot, a lot of times, I don't. After the show, someone will walk up to me, or after you know, a, a day or so after they've mm. seen the show, they'll come up and tell me something I did, and I have no recollection whatsoever of it. Mm. It's just, it's so in the moment for me mm-hmm. that uh, that if I if I start to analyze everything I was saying, you know, I, I drive myself crazy. Mm. Not that I haven't done that already. Yeah, well, I'd say what you do is you, you cut bits out that were not needed. Even though, as you say, it's improvised, you might have things that you might say one time, you go, I'll use that again. But then again, why keep that? Then you're putting a, you're putting a, a restriction on yourself. Creatively. Exactly. You're just saying, okay, exactly. do this. And then you're, you'll get into a spin, you know? And, um, it's, and, it's, and it gets crazy. I mm-hmm. mean, it, and it snowballs. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I'll say something to someone at a show, and especially on the ships, mm-hmm. and they'll be known as the thing I said for the rest of the cruise. Yeah. And, and they'll walk up to me and go, man, thank you so much for making me so popular or thank you so much, or, you know, go yeah. to hell for making me so popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so apart from comedy, I noticed you, you, you dabbled in theater. Do you still do theater or, or did you start out doing theater and found not, comedy? Not very was, often. Uh, for sure. Not very often. I started in theater. It's my first, love i mm-hmm. have to tell you I, yeah. I i started out as an actor but um but i approach stand-up as an actor you know mm. i i think that that uh, you need to use all the tools your voice your face your head your gestures mm. uh timing 
Yeah. I mean, so I, I approach it pretty much as an actor. I just act out what's going on in my mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, and you, you kind of get into a kind of a, you have a method of how you do it. Yeah. Um, so you, you said you, you've got a theater background. Okay. So, and you write, I noticed you do some writing mm-hmm. as well and you write shows or whatnot. If you were to write a Broadway show, what would you write about? Now, as you said, what, what would you, what would your topic be? Or what would you Right show? now? Yeah. Right, right now. Right now. Stupidity. Stupidity. Would, yeah, that would work. It would be about stupidity and it would all be on location here in the United <laughs> States because we, there's some stupid people out there. And there's a, a friend of mine, Ron White, who tells us, he says, you know, you can't fix stupid. No. And, uh, and so uh, I would probably write about stupidity and the, and the uh, disconnect that we have with the rest of the world at this point. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, we're so, we're so, like I said before, we're so connected yeah. that to, to disconnect is to be unnatural as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. There you go. No, it, it is, I guess, I see America, the perception of America, well, maybe of late has been that stupid, but there is, I've met lots of intelligent Americans. You, I've oh, met, yeah. you know, I've met loads of uh, friends from America, you know, but it's just a perception, I guess, you know, TV, reality shows, all these things don't help. Oh. The leader of the free you know, world doesn't help. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, these kind of things. God, just, we are so disrespected around the world. I mean, you guys don't even want us over there. <laughs> mm. No, nah, no, we love I think Amer- Americans bring a lot of joy. Like for me, I uh, work in tourism. For me, the Americans bring a lot of joy because they just have so much fun. But they can take it that they can bring it to another level as well. That maybe you're not ready for right. as well. So sometimes that's because you've got fifty states. That's fifty types of personalities. You know, it's like oh, diff- I know. different people. I you know, know what I mean? Very different people. We are. Yeah. We we're certainly a diverse country. I mean, yeah. no one, anyone who says they're an American has a background outside of America. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were, we were a great melting pot. And, but we used to embrace that. Mm. You know, to go, you know, everybody has something to contribute. Yeah. And I think we ceased to embrace that. Now, now it's like, you're different from me. I don't want you near mm. me. Um, when, when there's so much to be learned. I mean, that's what's great about working on the ships. I mean, you're from Ireland. I mm-hmm. meet people from all over the world. Yeah, that's and it. Who are rich in culture. Yeah, you know, and who who continue their culture? I mean, you drink all the time. Everyone knows that. <laughs> okay, that's what you people do. It's yeah. what you people do. You it's, are known it, socially, <laughs> huh? Socially, socially, I drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Herpes is just a social disease. Yeah, uh, yeah but socially, you guys, you guys drink at another level. I, the last time I was in in, in Great Britain, I remember going to a pub. Mm-hmm. They have daycare, daycare at the pub. You can no. drop your children off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you drop your children off, go in, get drunk, pick them up on the way out. Sometimes you don't pick them up. Well, on the but, ships, sometimes the parents wouldn't, the parents wouldn't need picking up sometimes because they get a bit, you know, oh, those drinks God. packages that blow their mind, yeah, you know what I mean? Under these circumstances, I can't give you back your child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. We'll we, just keep it till tomorrow. Now we we do have a we do have a culture of a drinking, but I think I think we're if you if you have you ever been to uh, Ireland at all? Yes, yes, I have. I, I yes, think I have. And, are... and I have. You know, I lived in Chicago oh, and Boston. Yeah, so Irish, the, the, a lot of Irish there. Uh, oh God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Everyone is. As a matter of fact, on St. Patrick's Day, I'm Irish. 
my last name is Olivera. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and I just, I just enjoy being around Irish people. I love the accent. Mm. I think it's, and, 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 uh, uh, and the women are just absolutely beautiful until mm -hmm. they get married. And then they're like twice as beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as beautiful. But, like you know, but you guys have it. I mean, if it weren't for drinking, how would ugly girls have sex? That's probably true. <laughs> I think it's a public service. Look, I'm getting drunk so I can sleep with you. <laughs> Consequences later, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like here in the States, they had a, a campaign for a while where they didn't want to use uh, attractive people in uh, liquor commercials. Okay. You know, because it associated, you know, alcohol with uh, with mm. uh, beautiful people. Yeah. And I said, well, if you want to solve that, what you ought to do is have a commercial showing the people you end up with after you've been drinking. Yeah. I go, I would never have another drink. Yeah. How long you have know? you? How long have you have you been working on ships? How many years have you been forming on ships? Uh, seven or eight, I think. Okay, it's not that long. I know some guys yeah. who are forming probably. 15 some guys maybe 10 20, oh yeah there are guys who've been there for 25 years really yeah I mean, uh, oh yeah and uh now are you are you if they come back are you going back to ships or? no i haven't been on a ship since uh started last year i, I don't plan on not for low oh, six okay. not for long term maybe in the future but not at this point i mean but you know it's like and for you guys it's different you're there mm, for months and months yeah. and months i mean yeah. i come in for a week and then i'm gone yeah and you're, you're uh, so, yeah Although that might change with this, uh, with this pandemic. I'm just hoping it's over. I want to work again. Of course. I yeah. miss it. Yeah, and I think definitely. that something that's lost in all of this is that uh, with, with comedians mm. and, and with entertainers in general, uh, this is a very, very difficult, difficult time. Definitely. I mean, there's, there's depression and anxiety yeah. mm -hmm. and, and things of that nature because you know, none of us know when we're going to work again. So I, 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 I tell people all the time, you know, reach out to, to the people that you know and make yeah. sure that they're okay. It's very important. Very, very important. And it means a lot. For sure. I, I was going to ask what was the future of stand-up comedy, but you just said it there. No one really knows what the future is going to be, really. Like, you're just yeah. hoping for, you know, a break. Work. Wait, yeah, yeah, you can get back to work and, and get back doing what you're, what, what you're best at. Or, or, and or, and we're craft, on the cruise you know? lines, you know, the cruise lines now are the biggest um, uh, bookers of comedy in the world. Mm. I mean, the, with, with the company that we were with, they, were, they, they, they have over 100 comedians. Yeah. Just a lot, and, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's a lot of people mm. who, are, who are now sitting at home wondering what the future holds. For sure, you know, what yeah. What are we qualified for? You know what? What kind of a job could we get? Oh, I, uh, I, I make fun of people. Where, where do I, where do I sign up? No, uh, like, I don't know. Some people don't like you make fun of on, on the street, so I don't know where do you exactly. make. Where do you, yeah. I don't exactly. know. If you, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it'd be difficult. Yeah, I'm all right. funny. Well, I'm funny. Just isn't enough anymore. No. Yeah. You know, it's just a, you know, a lot of a lot of people become salesmen or they'll. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of people who have taken outside jobs. I just, For sure. you know, it's so hard to walk out the door knowing mm. you're going to do something you really mm. don't want to do. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Like, because as you said, you're a long time at it. You don't want to just go and, and do like a, a job that is just going to be like. Right. After I, 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 44 years of experience, 
And you know, what, where, where do I go? Do you have a, a stage somewhere here in the grocery <laughs> store? That's it. Yeah. I've seen, I seen one guy, one Irish comedian, he done a, a gig in like a, like a block on the corner of a block of houses. Mm-hmm. And, and he put a little kind of um, partition around them so people couldn't get yeah. close to them and just had a little like speaker box and a microphone and just performed yeah. his jokes to people. But not everyone could That's, do that. You know what I mean? No. And it's hard to, you know, it's uh, unless you have a way, you know, everybody, you, you know, you've got to let people know that you're actually mm. doing it. And yeah. You stand on the corner until someone walks by and you go, hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> let that car right, pass. I, here we go. Yeah, it's fine. I have something I need to tell you. Speaking of like uh, virtual gigs, I actually, I actually watched a, a comedian um, I like from Ireland do an online gig last Saturday. It was actually really funny. Uh-huh. He was oh, he cool. was he was concerned that it was going to be like, you know, because you're so used to being on a stage and you're getting instant gratification. People are laughing at your jokes. People are telling you right. boo, hiss, whatever. But he's you're talking to your your your, your webcam, and right. you're hearing maybe you know people laugh but it might be delayed so you don't know but it's actually really really fun and it was basically like he was performing a set on stage and everyone was right. loving it but you don't know you don't know what the audience is going to be like because exactly you, and uh, anyway. was he charging for this you had to pay to watch yeah it, it was like five pounds but it was worth it it really okay. was yeah it was it, like there was like 200 plus people on a webcam wow. on webcams watching them laugh and in a shed having a beer it's just classic, man. It's brilliant. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> when you give I a back, like when you give a backstory to it, you buy into it. Are you having a beer? And he's showing his beer can from local uh, right. grocery store. Going, it's only seventy nine p. Better buy it. You know, just know. <laughs> funny stuff. Like, oh, good. But like, that's good. That, 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 that's a that's a new skill. That's a new skill he has to learn. You know, no. it's you know to go on the virtual side of things when you're in the right. physical side. You know. So it's right. It takes, it, it is a new mind. It's an t- entirely a new mindset. It, it mm. becomes more of a narrative yeah. where, where you're actually, you're reacting for them. Mm-hmm. You Definitely. Know, this is, this is was that, you know, it's like you, you ask a question and hear no yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, now what? Exactly. Yeah. You're not, you're not getting, some people might be, as you say, you go, you, you perform in a gig. Okay. Uh, you're, you're a little different, but say you're on stage telling your right. jokes or whatever. And people aren't mm-hmm. reacting because they that may be shy or they're not used to comedy. Right. You don't know what, what's in their head. Uh, you just you hope they know. will give you verbal, you well, know, they have to buy in. They have yeah. to buy into the concept. If they yeah. buy into the concept and, and the more popular you are, of course, the more people will, will watch. But I think yeah. that, uh, nothing be, it's like, you know, even, even watching theater on television, isn't mm. the same as being there. True. You know, you or reading a play isn't the same as, as watching it being performed. Totally. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll all make adjustments somewhere along the way, but my, my ideal uh, situation would be to, uh, to have, you know, to get back on stage and, and do it again. Totally. No, that's, that's what you do. That's what you love. And that's what you're best at. Now, exactly. Outside of comedy, okay, now you can't do that at the moment. What are, what are the hobbies or things you do or have you been doing or, or over the years do you do that like takes you away from well, the comedy world? Well, usually, I mean, I, I you know, I'll go out. I, I like to play golf, uh, so I'll play golf a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, 
you can't go anywhere. Yeah. You can't do anything. You can't go outside. You can't go, you know, to the beach. You can't yeah. go to, you can't get in a boat somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's just, um, so it's been, it's been somewhat taxing and, and extremely challenging. Yeah. I know you're, uh, what's your handicap? Oh God. Uh, but- do you have an abacus? <laughs> uh, my, I'm about, uh, 14 handicap. Okay, moving on. I'm over 26. I'm so bad. Okay, you're you're quite oh, good. Really? Yeah, oh, I will have to play for money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, skins game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll take skins. I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> I know you're a sports fan. I I heard you're a Liverpool fan. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm, how I'm long? missing the game. You're missing the game. So how how did that come about? Because you're from the states. How did you become a Liverpool fan? I met. I met. Uh, I don't know if you know him. His name is Mady. I know Mady, yeah. Director. My yeah. first cruise director. Yeah, that's how I met you really? first, yeah. But Mady, Mady, uh, well, uh, the, the real connection goes before that. Okay. The, uh, they're owned by the same people who own the Boston Red Sox mm. baseball team. So uh, I immediately, you know, it's, it's, it's a symbiotic sort of thing. Yeah. And I have my Liverpool jersey that I wear all the time, thanks to Mady. That's great. And I gave him a Red Sox jersey. So that, that was where it, it, the, the nexus of it was. But that's mm-hmm. not to talking to Mady. It was just, it just. Yeah, he's, he's from Liverpool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's, so, he's, he's red through and through. Ha, have yeah. you been to Anfield? No, I have not. And, and now no one has been to Anfield. <laughs> Maybe next it's year or so. Like, well, we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully. You know, there, there are countries around the world that have done it right. I mean, in New Zealand, you can go to a soccer match now. Yeah, rugby and all sports is pretty right. much fair game. Yeah, which is it's a, it's a long it's a long way to go to watch a football game though. Really, I know, I know. I've been to New Zealand. I don't want to go back. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good old stretch. It's too uh, far also, away. You said Boston Red Sox. Are you also a Patriots fan? Absolutely. Uh, Patriots, the Boston Celtics, the Boston Bruins in hockey, the New England Revolution, and uh, in. Uh, international football but liverpool liverpool is 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 my my, yeah. my team now i love i just love watching it it's, yeah it's, liverpool it's, are, are great at the moment and and it took them 30 years to get back to the top but they've made it so that, that's great for liverpool i know they won the premier league this year yeah. can you believe it yeah uh, well we can believe I mean, it Maybe. i don't think they ever had had they ever won no, they have. They no, they never won the Premier League as such. They won the first old first division. So oh, which okay. is which is wasn't the Premier League. The Premier League came when Sky came along, sort of thing. So when right. the money came in the game and there was a lot of more uh, right. more uh, TV and deals. A lot of like money in it. Yeah, big big money oh, in the game for sure. Oh. Now, so your Patriots. All so your Patriots fan, w- will they win uh, next year's Super Bowl? Uh, if if there is a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. We're we're now now we're we're like every other team. Um, you know, Tom Brady left and went to Tampa, and yeah. um, Gronkowski retired and then suddenly unretired and went to Tampa. Yeah, and there's no uh, there's no state income tax. I heard that. Florida. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so, now, get away with it quickly. Brady has a great legacy. Describe Brady in three words. Three words. Three words. He's the goat. Uh, yeah, he certainly is. He is. Mm. He is. He is the goat. There's no. I don't think there's ever been a quarterback who's done what he's done. 
I, I mean, I hated to see him go, but uh, you know, he's at the he's at the end of his career rather than mm. at the beginning. And I think that uh, he'll be successful. Definitely. But I yeah. think uh, you know, we we but don't forget, it takes a coach to to groom players, and I think we have the best coach uh, of all of them. So. Yeah, no, agreed. I'm also a Patriots fan, if you didn't know. There you oh, go. Oh, good. Oh, good. Here's, here's one more, one final one. What is paradise for you? If someone said, like, I'm going to take you to paradise, what would paradise be for you? You know, I wouldn't have to go anywhere. I think paradise for me would just be peace of mind, no matter where I am. You know, feeling comfortable, uh, feeling uh, welcome, mm-hmm. feeling loved. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I love the ocean because I grew up near the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that that would have some stay in it. But uh, but just having that, just being happy, knowing mm. that everything's everything's just okay. Mm. Just just feeling feeling good. You don't have to be on like exactly. the Caribbean or. I could be in a in a men's room at Anfield, and it wouldn't. If if I'm feeling good, I'm I'm in paradise. Happy days, good stuff. So, absolutely. So, what's the plan for you? So, like, what, what are you, what are you, um, well, are you gonna, well, so you, you can't, you're, you're still restricted. You can't, you, you, uh, Atlanta, you can't go outside further than a certain distance. Well, moment. no, you can go outside. I mean, Atlanta is, uh, is not a, a prime example of how it should have been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go outside, but you know, there's just, there are people who aren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. There are people who yeah. are not socially distancing. Mm-hmm. There are people who are gathering in crowds. Yeah. I get nervous when I go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's just, uh, I think that, that that kind of anxiety, that angst that comes from yeah. restricted living uh-huh. is, is probably the worst thing that could happen. So I'm not doing much of anything. I'm hopeful that soon or or sooner or later that the cruise ships will come back and we'll be able to go back to work yeah no that's it man no i'm i'm glad you i'm glad you came on for a chat uh i am i thank you so much for having me this was fun hopefully talk to you soon and maybe if you're ever over in dublin look me up and we'll go out for a beer absolutely and you know that'll happen i'll stay at your house yeah well you can stay stay on my floor beside the cat okay um okay nothing like a little cat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right manny uh, t- t- take it easy and uh, i'll talk to you soon okay thank you so much all right see you take it easy bye thanks see you bye yes that was manny Oliveira. now this has been episode 16 my name is shane this is heartlines if you did like what you heard today you can find me on all all the podcast sites like spotify itunes podbean and also remember guys we're always welcome here on heartlines and take it easy bye bye <laughs>